So this evening I'd like to uh, offer some reflections, uh, sharing some of my thoughts and experience and uh, with the I hope that um, this will be supportive some way to your practice. Um, and I want to try something a little different tonight, um, which maybe uh, has more of a personal quality or a quality of sharing more from my subjectivity. And uh, so we'll see how it goes. Um, sort of trying to listen to my heart and let the talk come from there. And I've got some notes and things in case I get too confused. <laughs> so something uh, that bubbled up uh, earlier this week and uh, reflection, I was sitting and I sometimes, I don't know if you do this, you sort of think, you know, what am I actually doing? What am I doing? What is this about? You know, <laughs> and all the teachings and the lists of this and that, and uh, and um, so somehow it felt like kind of a. So what I'm going to share is some of the fruit of that reflection, and um, it seems to be kind of rather than taking one particular Dharma theme as I often do, it's kind of a somehow maybe a bit of a reflection on uh, kind of the big picture of practice as I at least uh, sensed it whenever that was on Tuesday or something. Um, but it seems to bear out, and I've mentioned it to one or two other people and they thought, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> so um, so the, there are four themes I'd like to touch on and just kind of just explore a, a little bit. Um, so, not sure this will be very long, but we'll kind of see. And the four themes are affliction, blessing, healing, and freedom. Uh, and so... I think for, you know, for me and my practice, like affliction is really the leader. You know, maybe that's that sense of that sort of very much sort of what brought me to practice and that sense of both my own um, affliction, sense of that in, my, in myself and in my life and also a sense of that in the world. And then a sense of the healing or the, sorry, the, the blessing. So, why that word, I'm not sure, but that's the word that kept kind of inserting itself, as you know, other words possible, this one, go with this one. And so I want to speak a little bit about each of these. Um, and so what sort of came to me, what sort of, formed was this sense of practice and I as I reflect and share and you know you can sense it in this way if you wish that for me this feels very 
sort of like if I, when I sit or I, I, you know, I intentionally kind of bring up that intention to practice, like often it's sort of that sense of affliction is often present to some degree. And, um, you know, obviously at times uh, it can get very quiet and, 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 and all of that can, can really quieten down. But, um, yeah, it's like often something bubbling. And, um, and that sense of, of this, the bringing of the blessing to meet that, or yeah, different images, maybe a sense of, of of contacting the affliction, and then a sense of 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 opening to blessing. You you could say wholesome qualities. Anyway, we we can unpack that a little bit, and and that it's this bringing together of the affliction and the blessing, which is what enables healing to take place. Of the the many many different kinds of healing, and maybe again I just leave you to your own reflections and thoughts around this, and you know maybe to see it maybe works differently for different people. But um, so affliction somehow again maybe many different ways we could see that happening, meeting blessing and then healing some degree of some kind kind of being able to happen right so that's the part we don't we don't do well I'm not sure how of course how much of any of it we really do because um, <laughs> affliction happens right? and uh, blessing again that may be part of why I like that word so much is that sense of the gift or gifts offered you know given received uh, and um, and then the sense of and again maybe different words you know uh, healing that there is an element of uh, some maybe again different senses of that different senses of release or deeper acceptance or different ways but that part of the a key part of the effect of, of that is freedom a sense of freeing up freeing up the being freeing up the energy freeing up the heart yeah so that's my little list <laughs> little you know and you can hear probably like it it's it's um yeah it, it's very much comes out of a lot of you know the Buddhist teachings but perhaps that sense of the seeing the way that like maybe you could say parallel with the the, the first noble truth of the truth of dukkha the truth of just the um, presence the the reality of suffering in so many so many different kinds you know in our in our bodies in our hearts in our relationships in our in our 
body politic and of the earth itself. I mean, this is, you know, the enormity of this, I think, can be, yeah, hard to open to, both on a, we could say, a, well, how much of it, it's like, is it personal, is it political, is it planetary, is it, you know, maybe some of those distinctions and separations are not so, not so real, not so clear. And, you know, perhaps you see this in your own practice that again and again, while we, you know, we want the good stuff, we want the, the nice, the good, the lovely, the, the samadhi, the, you know, all of the that. And um, so often what we're working with is, you know, some degree of, of suffering, of affliction. It's, it's there. See, it's like... And, and in a way, how that can be the grit that creates the pearl, or that the pearl gets created around. If we can, again, isn't it, relating to it, understanding how to relate to that wisely, compassionately. So many varieties and intensities of, of affliction. You know, I, I won't, sometimes maybe you, you do this, like you sort of do inventory on suffering. <laughs> you go through, your whole life is like, there's that, 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 you know, and, and you go back in the past, and it was that and that and those and them and then, God, it's a lot there. And then, God, future, let's not, you know, do that, it's going to be even worse. Um, <laughs> it's like, you just feel it looming, you know, just like you don't, don't go there. Um, and then hey, that sort of sense of the feeling, the some sense of the vastness of that, the enormity of it, and then, ah, you know, just when we sit, when we walk, when we're practicing, being with the breathing, being with the mind, practicing our or meta practice, whatever whatever it is we're doing, and, and that sense of it's also this like there's something. It's like maybe this is part of the human gift and the human predicament, the human kind of opportunity. That 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 it's there's this possibility of contacting that, of knowing that, of like ah, here it is, here it is. Okay, so then mindfulness, investigation, all the all these ways in which we can, we then have the possibility of bringing blessing, finding the blessing. Yeah, um, and and that you know part of our practice, part of what's so hard, is is to to that that sort of keep turning towards, keep keep kind of, you know, unhooking the, the sort of denial reflex or the, and <laughs> this shouldn't be happening and 
You think, way, well, you have to, it almost feels like sometimes continually, you know, mm-hmm, on it, no, come on, uh, well, really, you know, yeah, but I don't, well, yeah, I know, but, you know, just, like, <laughs> here it is, and you know, you know by now that all this resistance and failing and struggle and trying to doesn't help, usually. Ah. So, you know, this very immediacy of this, which is where we can, you know, something's possible, something's really possible. Um, so, so, um, what's it, what, what's it, may, maybe just to spend a bit of time, if we've, we've, oh, sort of the realm of affliction, maybe we could think of them as different, different realms. So the realm of blessing is is right here as well. Yeah? Just as real. Or just as empty. The realm of blessing. And 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 opening to that, you know, being and I think sometimes, you know, through the years of life and different situations, and even before I met the Dharma and insight meditation and all that, the sense of that, you know, maybe you can remember if you think back, if you have any pre-Buddhist memories, <laughs> or um, the sense of maybe, you know, I was thinking earlier in my life that, the, the affliction and the blessing of, of nature. Very, you know, and I reflect and I think, and that's still true for me, but more so, I think, with the English countryside where I was born and grew up and have such a strong relationship with. Um, sense of, really, as a child, as a young person, intuitively going out into the woods and the fields and the mud and the, and the grass and the stream and and just being naturally drawn to that, to that to that the blessing of that partly being taught it and showed it and partly just kind of you know having the good fortune of having access to that and somehow naturally the affliction of 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 life it was so ameliorated it was so much support from just taking the dog for a walk and you know washing the dog in the stream and getting water in your wellies and all of that we used to, used to do this thing you'd you'd walk and when it was muddy because often it's often muddy in England um and uh, get your wellies, Wellington would get completely caked with mud, and then there'd be this game to kick your kick your leg, and s- sort of fling the mud up, and it would fly up into the air and make this huge. You see how long, how far you could get the mud to fly up into the air, and of course, occasionally your boot would come off and fly up into the air, <laughs> land somewhere in front of you. And there would be a lot of sort of hopping and swearing and putting your foot down, your sock, socked foot in the mud to get back to get to the boot. Yeah, so I could now 
sort of see, yeah, the blessing, meeting the affliction, support, bringing some healing, and even all just naturals. It's a natural process. It's so often, isn't it, in the with the teachings, if you just there is a sort of naturalness that um, you know a lot of get a lot of things get in the way of that happening. Of course, you know. All kinds of things can, can can inhibit that and obstruct that happening. Um, and then, you know, for me later on, I was a teenager and thought, music. You know, how many people here's lives have been saved by music? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Both listening and dancing to it and, and singing, a lot of singing, uh, making music. Playing instruments, I wasn't so great at that, but I got, still got. There was something about the again the affliction of, you know, my particular life and any life probably, but that sense of just you know even plinky plonking my way through Mozart, you know, in a not particularly brilliant way. So much healing from that that music, you know, just hearing the sounds, the whole that whole thing of the wood and the hitting the strings and the sounds and the patterns of the music and apparently now Mozart is supposed to be neurologically very you know cool and everything so obviously there was something again sort of tuning into that and then and then consider what it is in your dharma life you know in your life as a practitioner as a lover of the dharma as a you know what? 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 What is the? Where? Are the, what are the blessings? And there's so many. I and mean, we could sit here probably for several weeks and not get to the end of the list. <laughs> so many blessings to to that we can maybe just recollecting, you no know, thinking of them, can be so uplifting and helpful and remind us maybe where we can right now, you know kind of what, what, what's, again, helpful to bring to mind. Or, there are many, many blessings. You know, and again, if we, if we really bring that into like, okay, what's happening right now? <laughs> Is there any affliction? No, just, what, what blessing could I bring to mind or be aware of that, that just like medicine, like salve, like a balm. But sometimes I, I keep having that image of like um, medicine or some some cooling balm on a, on a wound. And I know I talk talk about this a lot because it's been so important for me that I think my a lot of my first retreats were this immersion in a, what I felt to be a safe place where. I was allowed to be quiet. Nobody was bugging me and asking me whether I was all right. <laughs> I could just cry and get on with it. Or lie under a bush and just, you know, look up through the illuminated leaves. And, you know, all of those, all of those magical things that, I don't know, maybe my first retreats felt quite magical, quite, quite exquisitely painful as well, of course. 
But this sense of, yeah, you know, now I can name it. I wouldn't have named it like this then, but affliction meeting blessing. And the consciousness of that, something about, you know, being here helps. It helps a lot. Don't ask me exactly why. I can't analyze it. Maybe I can now. I could probably analyze it to death. Um, and I hear that so much, you know, from you. And, and, and that's all, so moving, you know. Just this deep gratitude for being here, for this place, for all the people, the staff and others who kind of keep it going. And, you know, just so much... And that sense of here that affliction can meet blessing. You know, so many different ways that can happen on retreat, isn't it? You know, it's the food, the gratitude there, and the and just having a a dry, warm room to sleep in. It's like oh, great blessing, great blessing, great good fortune. And somehow that sense of then letting all of these conditions, the external and then the, and the, and the internal, of course, which I think for many of us, I mean, it's certainly for me, it's like that's so much of the journey or the development of practice is, you know, beginning to more and more find somehow, you know, internally or in our, in our hearts, in our minds, these, these great qualities you know, which certainly for me, I think, I feel like I've had a lot of people who had to show me and help me to see and understand, you know, and recognize kindness and many, many of the great qualities, you know, modeling that, showing that, you know, like, you know, you're sitting on retreat and you just, just can't bear it anymore and you look at somebody else sitting there or at the front or beside you and you just think yeah come on we can we can do this with just you know that sort of way that other people either hear or we just think of them and sometimes I sit in my house and I just look at the floor I look at the it's strange what gets you isn't it it's like the pattern in the wood. You know, the pattern of the wood is so beautiful. And some some people have taken so much care with the wood here, haven't they? With you know, exquisitely care, caringly crafted, with huge respect and care for the the, the wood and the the tree that it came from and so sometimes I sit and I just look at the wood like look look at this this is this is a lovely one if you ever look I know you've got it all over your doors haven't you it's great it's this sense of the the blessings are so ubiquitous they're so everywhere you know but do, can we can we be available to see because the affliction can be so and it's got this gravitational pull. Yeah, so everything narrows. I can't there's no blessing anywhere and I'm just you know 
just this, leave me alone, there's no blessing, it's just this awful thing. So this practice of, you know, just opening up, this kind of often feels like a sort of widening and a sort of, you know, sometimes maybe you could like just opening your eyes, you know, and looking at the sunrise or the the wood or something, just affliction and blessing and the healing that, that just happens, it does happen. Um, so it was also, uh, if, if somehow it feels important to somehow include in this something about that this same process or what I'm describing, the sort of coming together of affliction and blessing, I feel is also, and the healing that can can be, uh, that can, can result, is also very much needed, or we, we can participate in um, helping that to happen in, in the world, you know, bringing, you know, afflictive situations, bringing blessing to that. And, and, and I, you know, I, 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 I often think of example of, from my, my earlier life, pre-Buddhist life, um, Quaker, Quaker involvements, actually, of a, a project called the Dairy Theatre Go-Round that I was involved in for a number of years, which was, such a wonderful thing to be part of and it was so so difficult at times so yeah was that somebody I I, somebody recently said you know that um, if it's worth doing it's probably not easy I thought hmm yeah (laughs) so this was a project in Northern Ireland in the when the troubles were still very bad in the 80s and um some of us a group of mix of Brits and Catholics and Protestants and we we brought the, the blessing of theatre and play to children in very poor estates and in the summer and we and we played with children in the midst of this mayhem. And it felt like I mean again, I don't think at the time, you know, you do things, you don't really know what you're doing. It's like, wow. <laughs> but there was something, again, was so beautiful about just being part of, there were many, many processes and activities there, sort of piecework and, 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 and this sense of being with the affliction, terrible affliction in that place, affecting so many people. And and bringing some blessing, just being a little kind of bringing some some of that into the situation, and you know I, I sort of have a sense. Well, it was just one small part of a healing process that is still going on. You know, it's still going on. It's not not it's not completed there, but it's a lot better than it was, and. So I feel like this is also part of how we can be guided in our life, you know, what we participate in. 
in in yeah maybe many many I could give many many different examples many many and I um one American example I, I won't say too much about this but you you probably may know about the work of Gregory Boyle Catholic priest in California this book Tattoos on the Heart very powerful beautiful book and it's very much in this theme of affliction a very troubled area of Los Angeles and 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 bringing bringing power of, of compassion and uh, bringing that into this situation and creating opportunities for healing you know just for individuals for communities and uh, I won't say too much more about it, but I, I think it's it's a very, very moving example of what people can come together and and um, uh, support this process. So it's not just, you know, me and my stuff on my cushion. It's also us, you know, together in our world. And I think this is... This is very important somehow, honouring both uh, seems to, just now as I say it, it seems to resonate so strongly with the Buddha's, you know, the teachings in the Brahma Viharas and it's like to others as to oneself, to oneself as to others, it's just not, not separate. And the last part of it, that this sense of, of of freedom, you know, it's sometimes said, isn't it, the Buddha's teachings has, has this one taste of freedom. And I was thinking, yeah, I can, the, the healing that can happen, doesn't it, it has a freeing effect. Yeah, it's like, well, you ch- check that out for yourself, but, you know, small little releases and movements are like, somehow your life feels more available, your energy seems more freed up from the obsessions, from the entanglements, from the, you know, the gripping, the clinging, the, all, of, all of that, freed up to be part of the flow of life. And so I came to me just, you know, f- freedom in it and, and maybe is different ways that that can manifest in 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 our in our life you know the freedom to see clearly so the healing kind of enables it's like it it clarifies it's like ah oh, it's 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 the it's it's um we're more free to be clear, you know, to, to, to see clearly. Perhaps we're also free, more free, freed up to be, be still. You know, to actually rest, to be, to, to, to not do, you know. This is the healing, you know, somehow that the release and our sense of then somehow we can we can rest more. We can allow the we can allow the mind to to find stillness. 
And then the last kind of freedom I want to mention is the freedom to do. It's the freedom to act, the freedom to speak, the freedom to move, the freedom to express, the freedom to create, the freedom to participate. Yeah. When we're not so bound by what is hurt and limited and stark and we're not, you know, it's like, ah, oh, we can, so we can move. Um, and that may be, yeah, maybe you, you, yeah, anyway, you might have different senses of, of but I, that's what I can experience and see in my own sense of, of how that sense of freedom can manifest and of maybe we've got more space to move around in more like freedom to to experiment to make mistakes <laughs> yeah so um hmm well, <laughs> mm. I think I'd like to share two more things. I will, I want to share one poem with you and then I'd like to share a, a, a kind of a, a chant songy thingy. Um, so this is a, a, a poem called The Healing Time by Pesha Gertler. I'll put it on the board. Finally, on my way to yes, I bump into all the places where I said no to my life. All the untended wounds, the red and purple scars, those hieroglyphs of pain carved into my skin, my bones, those coded messages that send me down the wrong street again and again. Where I find them, the old wounds, the old misdirections, and lift them one by one, close to my heart, and I say, holy, holy. Such a beautiful, beautiful expression, and uh, I feel like that. Yeah, may, I would really wish for all of us that in our life we find freedom of expression for our own benefit and for the benefit of all beings. Yeah. So. Um, I'd like to finish by sharing a little song I made up, and um, it's kind of a chant. I seem to have lost. Uh, oh yeah, and you're very, very welcome to join in, or not. So feel free, freedom to join in, freedom to not join in. <laughs> totally fine either way. And uh, yeah, so. This is for you, 
offered with deep gratitude for each of you, your presence here, your practice, and the extraordinary teachings I receive on a daily basis about affliction, blessing, healing, and freedom. I just, um, before I share this, I think I want to acknowledge my own sort of my some of my own cultural roots in English kind of culture and particularly the culture of music and particularly the culture of carols and folk music, which I think are deeply ingrained in, in me and inform the way I I create musically. So. It's like a little a little girl from Essex meets the Buddha <laughs> in song. <laughs> so let's see if I can remember this. <laughs> and it's repeating, so we'll repeat a few times and I don't worry, I will tell you when it's the last time so you're not scared that you'll be left being the only person going, ah, in the room, which I know is horrible. Must be one of the top fears, like close to death or something. <laughs> so. May, <clears throat> May heart and mind be filled with care for us and all that lives. May heart and mind be filled with joy and find the way to peace. May heart and mind be filled with care for us and all that lives. May heart and mind be filled with joy and find the way to peace. May heart and mind be filled with care and for us and all that lives. May heart and mind be filled with joy and find the way to peace. May heart and mind be filled with care for us and all that lives. May heart and mind be filled with joy and find the way to peace. May heart and mind be filled with care for us and all that lives. May heart and mind be filled with joy and find the way to peace. May heart and mind be filled with care for us and all that lives. May heart and mind be filled with joy and find the way to peace. May heart and mind be filled with care for us and all that lives. 
May heart and mind be filled with joy and find a way to peace. Okay, two more times. May heart and mind be filled with care and us and all that lives. May heart and mind be filled with joy and find a way to peace. May heart and mind be for us and all that lives. May heart and mind be filled with joy and find a way to peace. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.